Welcome everybody to the first episode of Podcast Suicida. Very excited to do this one. We have four great hosts for you for this show. And I promise this will be fireworks. Every time we're on, there will be. As I said before on the Richie Meckle Connection, People tell us we agree too much. Well, that is that is not going to be the case on this show. Uh, I promise to be civil. Everybody else here promises to be civil, but it is not going to be. Uh, it's going to be very different than the Richie and Mecco connection. Much more different than all the other pods you've heard on this podcast network so far. But let me stop rambling and introduce our hosts. To the left of me on the Zoom, we have my good friend Gene. And for purposes of this podcast, we're going to refer to him as Gene Lesnar. Eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. Down low, return for the pod. Of course, he was the first guest we ever had, Sebastian. But for purposes of this podcast, he can go by Bell Time Seb. And then we have the face that runs the place. The my actual the bloodline. We are actually in the same bloodline. <laughs> my cousin David. Uh guys, thanks, thanks for doing this with me. Each week, guys, this is not like there's no host. This is not the Richie and Mecco connection. These are not my guests. Everybody here is a host. Everybody here runs this shit. And we're going to get right into it. Double or nothing was last night. Of course, it was going side by side with Celtics game seven. For, for disclaimer, my my uh, attention wasn't completely on double or nothing, but I did catch everything. I think I have a good gist of the show. I watched the main event completely. Guys, what did we think of the show? Uh, I can start with Gene because he's up top right now on my Zoom. Well, from what I saw from the show and stuff like that, I ain't gonna lie, it was pretty entertaining. I thought it was you know, all those matches that they put on there. I thought it was gonna be like, I think I told y'all like four matches was the only good matches. Sure surprisingly, did. yo, surprisingly, yo, yeah, <laughs> surprisingly, it was a good show. I'm not gonna lie, like the main event, yeah, I was happy with the opening of the show. With the whole, like, is he there, is he not there? You know, I liked it. Even the second match was good. Then you got the middle of the thing, like, ah. But I give it a good, like, seven. I give it a solid seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. I thought it was a good show. It was the way they they formatted it to start off hot, like, get the crowd hot, get that match out there, and to end it and how they ended it and how that match went. I, I, I was entertained. I was actually entertained through the whole 15 hours of the show I watched. You know what I'm saying? It was entertaining. It was very entertaining. <laughs> It was long, but Seb brought to my attention later in the night. There's a fair reason for the main event going on so late. That if that reason's true, uh, yeah. to not uh, co- like he was waiting. Tony wanted to wait till the Celtics game was over for that main event to start. Uh, similar That's things real. we've seen when there's a big boxing match and a big UFC f- match in the same night. Like one or the other will like wait for the other thing to finish. So like I thought that was pretty smart. Bell time, Seb. What did you think of the show? <laughs> um. The show, okay, honestly, if I, have to, if I have to give it a score, it's going to be like a five or six for me. Wow. Mm. Um, I've never heard you give a, a AEW pay-per-view such a low score. Uh, I thought the way he was talking, he was going to give it a nine. Uh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> no, um, the thing is that I already had a feeling this was going to happen. Show's too long. It's way too long. I don't care yeah. what's going on around wrestling. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't matter. Just focus on giving us the best product, period. And giving us the best product does not include having 13 matches Thank for you. four plus hours. Thank Tony, you. 
I will say the same thing when it comes to WWE. I'm going to say the same thing to Tony Khan and AEW. Quantity does not equal quality, period. It never does. This is why WrestleMania is always just like just grueling to get through every year. It's just too much, too much. No one wants to sit for anything for that long, period. Um, so I agree with Gene Lesnar here that the beginning of the show was fantastic. What they were doing with MJF was phenomenal. The second match was good too. It had a good pace to it until we got to the Owen Hart uh, tournament. I thought you didn't like that match. I liked the Joe and Cole match. I agree. After that, as I expected, the Ruby Soho and Britt yep. Baker match was slow and it slowed down the whole pace of the pay-per-view. And, yes, and then right after that, we had Martha Hart speaking and God bless her heart. Owen Hart, you know, legend. And it's really terrible what happened to him. She went on way too long, like way too long. Like it was too much. And all that just sucked the energy out of the pay-per-view. And I think everybody in the building felt that too. Um, yeah, you could you could tell right after that whole thing. It was it was kind of like not quiet, but it wasn't like it was for the first two matches, first three matches. It was just like insanely loud. Yeah, yeah. And like I texted you, Seb. Obviously, like obviously, I'm gonna give her a break. No, no disrespect to right. her. She's been yeah. through a lot, and not everybody's a public speaker. But in terms of we're judging the show, yeah, that definitely like that took us out of a wrestling show that turned into something else that really didn't it didn't it no i feel like no storyline was moved forward i don't think it was predictable that like oh they're gonna break in the 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 power couple or whatever i don't think i don't think they're gonna use it as well in storylines as like mjf has in past with his dynamite diamond rings i don't think it's gonna be like that so the whole thing just felt like very stagnant but i'll let you continue yeah that slowed down the show and I really was sucked out of the show until the main event, to be mm-hmm. honest. So in, in my mind, I'm thinking like out of 13 matches, I probably only enjoyed like a good cool. s- six, maybe oh. probably, probably six. And, you know, six out of 13, that's not really a great um, mm-hmm. rating. So I'm going to have to go low on double or nothing. Double or nothing usually has a history of not being that great. There's only been oh. like, there's I only thought- been. There's only been one that's been like crazy. They're first. They're first. Well, I thought last year was good too. It last was year I. was I. What was last year? Last year was um what's his name? Last um, the cleaner versus um what's his name? It wasn't Christian. What's was it? Name? No, no, no. That was um that was the Chicago show. Yeah, all right. That was that oh that was all or nothing. That was all or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. Serena Jeeb. Hangman, Brian Cage. I remember that being pretty good. Now I remember watching this show. Oh, we watched this nah, on like Discord too, Sebastian. Yeah. Um, Young Bucks, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, Jungle Boy, Cody Rhodes, Anthony Agogo. It was the, it was yeah, the first no, show from- Seb, um, you're, you're definitely right. You're de- it, I'm looking at this card. It, it was definitely a whatever show. So yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, the first one was the best one. First one was pretty good. They treat Double or Nothing like it's like their WrestleMania, WrestleMania but it's not. Honestly, it's revolution for me. We've been like three years in this now. It's I feel like it's all out. <laughs> or all out, too. All out. Yeah. There's only been one bad all out. But like, Double or Nothing feels like they're like SummerSlam to me or something. I don't know. Like they're yeah. big like West Coast. Yeah. Dave, what did you think? What did you think of this show? Well, like you, 
um, my attention was sort of split yeah. with the Celtics game. Nothing um, could be done about that. Yeah. We won't From have that I, issue next pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From what I saw, though, um, I enjoyed the show. I didn't see anything that was outright bad. Um, mm. The so um, you thought you so you thought that that woman's uh that woman's uh TBS championship match was good. It was you better than was I good. thought it was gonna be. I it was, yeah, that that was, it was definitely better than I'm, I'm not saying it was good, but for like for a match that people complain about Jade still being pretty green for somebody who has a belt on her that's supposed to be important. And then you have somebody like Anna Jay, who's also still pretty young for, and them also making this match seemingly out of nowhere, like mm. a, within the past week and a half, couple weeks, yeah. it was better than what I expected it to be. Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely just, I agree with that. It to be the way it was. Yeah. The main event was really good. I haven't been able to watch as much, dynamite and rampage as i would have liked so i haven't been able to see the whole build Mm. to this so i had no idea who was gonna win um i was in my bed because again it was a long show i was starting to get tired because i also had the (laughs) fatigue of watching the celtics almost below the lead at the end of the game oh yeah 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 yeah. all of us got heart attacks on that (laughs) yeah so i was lying in my bed i was watching it and when hangman grabbed the belt and he was about to Great. hit punk. I Great. like kind of started to get up. Yeah. And then he dropped the belt. That was like, all right. And then <laughs> punk picked him up and I fully got up in my bed. I was like, is he going to fucking win? And then, I mean, he won. So that surprised me, I guess. I was, I was amped. I was amped. Did anybody think uh, hangman was going to kick out? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I thought so too. I was yes. shocked when he counted the three. It was like, Obviously, it wasn't like Brock beating Undertaker, but it was like, it was pretty shocking. Yeah, it was like not 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 shocking like that, but Jinder Mahal winning the belt, like oh, it was like, oh. no 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 no, because if you like um because Dave didn't see the build up, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, the build right. up was Hangman for some reason just ended up going. He did he pulled the Shawn Michaels on Hogan. He went hell. He did. And he, yeah. started, he started st- he started stealing his moves even on the build. Like all right, the go home show. Um, the promo they had, CEO Punk straight up said, I don't know where, you, where this is coming from. Like, why are you acting like this? Like, this ain't per- like he took it on. Like, Hangman in this match was more personal, more angry, and more villainous than he was against um, freaking the cleanup. Then, um, what's his face? Um, and Kenny Omega, the- and Kenny Omega, he took this more serious. He acted like he act like CEO Punk smash him over the head with a beer bottle or some shit like that or or exploiting him being in a dark order and all this other stuff there, like there were two different stories going on so with the one with kenny kenny made hangman feel pretty much self-doubt um anxiety and he had to overcome that while also at the same time trying to find people that actually care about him like people to like actually call a team and the dark order yeah. were there for him and they brought his confidence back up. So it was more of a storyline like that, where as this one, he was stressed about CM Punk infiltrating and changing AEW because mm-hmm. Hangman's been here since day one. And I, I actually, I loved Hangman in this whole build. He was, Me too. Cu- he was cutting like the best promos yeah. that he's yes. ever cut. He had more intensity to him that was fairly needed because in every other feud that was going on with his title run, he's acting soft talking about, mm. I don't know if I can beat you, but I'm going to try. Type shit. It's no, just no, like, no. 
Like we don't except need for that. The Adam Cole, the Adam Ex- Cole feud, he 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 kind of like you can except tell for right the Adam there. Cole one. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah, he want he's like I'm like that was going back. Who's the real Adam and stuff like that? Or he was just like man, I, I know I could beat you. I know right. I could beat you. So that one right there, I give you. Like he actually was confident in that one, but all the other ones, yeah, he was just like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, yeah, then we we didn't need that. And it's like you have someone like Hangman who's a fantastic wrestler and he's explosive yeah. in the ring, and you want his character and his demeanor to match that. And he mm. was he was he was coming off like, for example, he's going against Lance Archer, and like every week it literally sounds like he's like doubting himself that he can even get through a battle with Lance Archer. I'm like, Lance Archer? Who is Lance Archer? Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. First of all, Lance Archer, seventh foot, 300 uh, pounds. So what? So yeah. what? Yeah. So what? He doesn't yeah. win. He doesn't win. Dave. Yo, Dave. He doesn't win. Yo, he, they don't let none of the big dudes win. They let guys like Darby Allen win, but they don't let Brian Cage, like a powerful powerhouse. They don't let Lance Archer Lance Archer has no character. He's stale. All right. I, I so want to let telling me, oh, oh man, I want to let Dave finish yeah, his like, points because I have I have something to say in general about Adam Hangman Page's title run. But go ahead, Dave. Do you have anything else you want to uh, say in terms of your overall thoughts of the show? Not really. I mean, I overall I just enjoyed the show. It just yeah. came off a little bit long. It definitely wasn't the best show that I've seen right from AEW, um, but it also wasn't the worst. Yeah. So that's always that's how that kind of feel too. Right. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like it's um first of all, this is like the first time that they've had sort of like a WWE issue where you have this big show coming up, double or nothing, and now you're all they've had perfect spaced out pay-per-views, four pay-per-views a year. This is the first time where they've had to deal with like, okay, we have double or nothing, but now we have forbidden door coming right after it. So I feel like a lot of stuff that might have been good for this show, they like might be holding it for forbidden door. Or they're saving certain things for that. Um, In terms of Adam Hangman Page's title run, I thought it was very, people were heavily criticizing it throughout. They definitely were. Because since the beginning, AEW's knocked it out of the park with all of their title runs beforehand. This was by far the least impressive, but there's nothing you can do. It's like, uh, what? You're getting to Jericho's was perfect. Then you had a perfect transition to Moxley. Then you had a perfect transition to the collector. And now we're here. Yeah, we wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, that yo, all right. I like I like I like I like the cleaner and stuff like that. But towards the end of it, it was getting kind of like, come on, man. You you thought him it was and a whole Christian year. Cage was it was almost a whole year. Christian you Cage, thought, him and Christian Cage honestly did better than what anybody expected. And that's I'll give fact. you that. No, no, I'll give you that because of the, the title that was for um Impact Wrestling. Yeah. If you notice, like the the, the feud for the, the the title for um AEW, they didn't give a fuck about that. They just like made it an afterthought. Like we didn't care about you. It was more just yeah, because sometimes you just need to have a match for match sake. Because the big thing of that night was not the title match. It was what happened after it at all yeah, out, yeah. which was all of the debuts. But back back to my point about Hangman, I think it was a good title run. Um. I think they kind of screwed the pooch with him by not putting, they didn't make him feel as important as they did with other yeah. people. And that's not his fault at all. They didn't put him in the time slots that they would put other champions right. in. You would have the CM Punk, you would have MJF shit, CM Punk shit, all that. And no disrespect to them. Obviously MJF deserves everything he gets, but you're just not, you made the title feel secondary to your other storylines, which is which sometimes included CM Punk, which is probably why they're putting the belt on CM Punk. 
Uh, I was kind of bummed that Hangman lost the title, but at the end of the day, I think this was a good thing for everybody involved because his character got a lot of direction here. I love the thinking about spot. Like, Gene, you were calling him a heel. I don't think he was a heel. He wasn't a heel. I think he was more, like, aggressive. He was more aggressive. He didn't do anything dastardly. We saw him maybe go to that side. And I think this is a buildup into CM Punk's potential heel turn. They just didn't like each other. No, no. You have Hangman calling out different things about CM Punk, and eventually they're going to come to light. Right. Exactly. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. But they couldn't. They weren't going to do that just yet. So they had CM Punk win the title. Hangman, he didn't have, you know, there's good heat and bad, like a pop crowd for a crazy good baby face, and that, which he did have a lot of times, but not as much as like, some other like there it just didn't feel as important as the other title runs and that's why at the end of the day i think they took it off him he's so young he's gonna have other title runs like i'm not pressed it wasn't like they took the belt off him kofi kingston versus brock style right it's not like they took the belt off him like um a month after he got the belt so overall i feel pretty good about his title run i feel pretty good about his place in the company uh in terms of the show let me just get this out of the way real quick i'm i basically agree with uh you guys like I wasn't playing paying as much as attention as I've paid to other uh, AEW shows, obviously, but I thought it was a okay show. It wasn't terrible, but that is, that is terrible by AEW standards when it comes to their pay-per-views, because you only have a few pay-per-views a year. You better make them all pretty good or really good. And this right. was just, even the matches that were decent, it's like, where are they leading? I feel like we didn't get much movement outside of the Wardlow match outside of the bookends the first match and the last match i felt like exactly were really good like okay the company's moving in this direction everything in between felt like almost filler like we're gonna forget about it in a couple months you're not gonna remember that you're not gonna remember these matches i'm already forgetting some of them even though i i had it the screen in front of my face the entire time so i'm gonna agree uh i'm gonna call i'm gonna call it a six i'm not gonna go five because five is like you would have had to do shit to piss me off. F- five or six. I'm I'm like teetering between five. <laughs> for me, five. You have to give it like something that you have to you have to do something to piss me off. That like fair, fair. They didn't do anything to set the company back, which I, which is better than I can say for like some other like WWE. There'll be pay per view like the SummerSlam, Becky Lynch like squashing Sasha. Yeah, that was not really Sasha, is. Bianca. Yeah, that made me feel like all right, I that's bullshit. Off. You're setting it her back. Bullshit. I don't care what happens from here on out. Nothing like that happened. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to call it a six, but I was expecting a much better show. I will say that even though the buildup, which I didn't pay too much attention uh, with the NBA playoffs and everything, I haven't been paying much attention. But what I did see outside of the CM Punk hangman feud in the MJF Wardlow stuff, it's been, it's been all over the place. Uh, Yeah. you, You get this great, you get Samoa Joe, this gift, like this guy, He's healthy right now, and then you put him with like Sutton, this, this Sutton. Put him Singh. with the yeah. You put him with fucking um. It's like putting Probably. him with almost if you went to WWE. Yeah, it's like, right. What are we doing here? You have this guy. Put him in some great matches, and at least we got him and Adam Cole. But I even feel like they could have put on a way they better match. But did they way better. There was no story behind it, so they didn't. But the thing about it, the thing about it is like with the whole Samoa Joe and all the other stuff, they're just getting ready to start their show for ROH. That's why he's there, as you could tell. He even come up with the belt well, because I, I, they, they have a bunch of other shit going on for the first time. Yeah, so like they need like who's that? I think I was telling you this the other day. Said they got way too many wrestlers 
with the, all the, when like Gabe said, mm-hmm. they're, they're everywhere with it. They got way too many wrestlers, way too many storylines. They just end it within two weeks. Like there's three matches on there last night that, that I didn't even know they were going. Yeah. yeah, that that was you. Yo, they did what WWE did, especially with WrestleMania and stuff like that. When they make it five, six hours, everybody got to get, yeah. get, get everybody. A yeah, if you had, yeah, everybody that that worked out that year or had some type of view going on for like even just for like a half a month, you're on the card. First of all, the um the TBS champion and his crew with the shorty with freaking um Sammy Guevara, his girl. And think that got put together at last second. Like, yeah, we know that Sammy Guevara was a was feud going, going on. Back. And it felt so yeah. convoluted. But that feud yeah, felt yeah, so all over the place. Like, who yeah. do you want me to root for? I have to have somebody that I'm sort of rooting for. And they're just and like, they had to do, all of these guys suck. In yeah, then they had what's-his-face in it as um Sammy Guevara's partner. It's like Frankie Kazarian. He, Frankie Kazarian got thrown in there. Like, 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 what the hell is this? I'm like, seriously? Like, to be honest with you, you could have just had Sammy Guevara go for the belt again. I wouldn't even give a fuck if he was going for the belt again. Who cares? Well, now he can't because he just lost that match last night. Oh, yeah. That, nah, that was the stipulation, which I'm happy about. Yeah, because I know what they're going to do with him. They're going to, you know, he's going to move up a little bit with the car, but they're going to play the whole new age edge and leader role with those two. So I know what's going to happen with that. I mean, that's the direction that they needed to go. It's, it's, yeah. I think why it's felt so jumbled is because Tony definitely had a plan for, just Sammy to be the face and for Scorpio Sky to be heel. But when he came to Boston, it was already brewing before that. But when he came to the Boston show, we booed him out the building because oh, everybody's man, getting sick bad. and tired. Of segment him was and- also so bad. Was the segment yeah. was- <laughs> the segments <laughs> haven't made any so sense. You have like Dan Lambert saying disgusting, like Dan Lambert <laughs> is saying disgusting things that should not be said to a woman on live yeah. TV because he's the heel he's the heel right? and then it's like yeah and i'm like no it's like this that, that means this isn't working and you have to like let's not go further with this yeah and and tony was almost about to pull a roman with this situation early roman reigns he did not want to turn sammy heel at all no, but i he think didn't. he's he's lightened up because now after that show and sammy's moved across the country um he's just been getting booed him and Ty Conti have been getting booed out the building, and Tony has no choice but to turn them heel, which is fine. Um, I think that's the smart move to go, make them almost like the new Edge and Lita, have them just be obnoxious, do some some just stuff that's going to make our stomach boil and want to slap the shit out of just both of them. So I'm pretty comfortable with the direction that they're moving in, but I think that's why I got jumbled because the plans had to be changed around with that match it did feel like it was thrown together even though the feud has been going on for well over a month um it's just too many moving pieces the belt flip-flopping hot potato that never works in wrestling i don't know why people do that and think it's going to do something to the storyline to make it better um it just doesn't it doesn't work they were hot potatoing sometimes we felt like sky was the face we really wanted to root for sky because he's been through like a bunch of BS. You want to talk about Hangman Page? Sky's been through like a lot of BS with AEW. If he had a gripe, I would understand why. And then sometimes um, we just really didn't want to see Sammy at all. He had like go away heat, which is really not the heat you ever want, to be honest. I actually like that guy. I Sammy like him. I think he, yeah, 
I like him on a He's bike. a great wrestler. I like him as a wrestler. I like him in interviews. During, yeah, he's very likable in interviews, but it's the, just too much. The, 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 he the, said some shit about Sasha a couple like a year and a half ago. Oh like, yeah, that was right. That's what that's that what that's rough. what that put heat on him. That's what put heat on him. Well, no, what put no, heat no, no, on no, no, him no. now is the you propose to yeah, your girlfriend on live TV and then you're with a new girl the next. You you're with a new girl and and this we're not gonna turn this into TMZ. Yeah, but you're with. He proposes to his girl on live TV, and less than a month later, he's like freaking tongue and tongue and down. After <laughs> after telling everybody, "Leave us alone. We want our privacy. This is just a friend. Yeah. Right? Uh, there's nothing going on." Then they, the next day, they're shoving each other down our throats, hey, and that's you know why they he was keep... forced. He was forced to do that though to propose to his girl because I guess what? a couple of months before huh? that. No, 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 not like by AEW, nothing like that. He was like forced by friends and her and like the girl he proposed to. No, because it was like, I guess it was a, a picture. I, he did it on live TV just to shut everybody up, I guess. But there was like a, I guess it, they went on a vacation. It was like an AEW thing. Okay. And then um, somebody, one of the wrestlers, um, I guess said something about like those who are getting too acquainted with each other, especially during the whole COVID season where there was no fans and all the wrestlers were bonding together and stuff. Okay. And he, it was, it was him, Scorpio Sky, I mean Scorpio Sky, Ty Conte, and it was a bunch, it was like four others that were in this group. There was a, a group of them, and and like I guess that's how they started getting acquainted. The girl said something like brought to brought to light the girl that he proposed to brought to light this and that. So Sammy wanted to shut down all rumors and propose to her. It was like, why that's do that? Even, why that's, do that? that's more goofy. It, like, that is goofy. You don't propose to a girl, especially on national TV, just because you want to make her feel better about insecurity. That ended up being true. Yeah. Like, as I said, it doesn't like John make sense. Cena and uh, Nikki Bella at Mania. Yeah, John, Marie. John. That whole really thing, that whole angle that. was like true. That was so true. Like everything Miz and Maurice said that year, that uh, feud was like actually true. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But yeah, hopefully Sammy moves in a great direction. Like I said, he's a great wrestler. He's just doing too much on TV. Um, and it's annoying a lot of fans. And you know what? Something else that you just made me think about, Gabe. I don't know what it is with wrestlers, but they act really, really dumb and oblivious to very <laughs> obvious situations that are happening. Like Sammy's been going on like um, social media and videos or whatever saying, yeah, I don't know what the fans problem are. They're really fickle. One day they like you, one day they don't. But um, if people just hate me and, and hate that I want to be happy with my relationship, screw them, whatever. I'm just going to be happy. I'm just like, you're so dense because like, if you don't see that you're being super annoying to everybody, just like pu pushing your relationship in front of everybody's face 24 seven, whether the show's on or the show's off and you don't see how people could hate you for that. Like what's, what's wrong with you? And wrestlers do that all the time. He's not the only offender of that. They just don't see the bigger picture. And I don't get why. Yeah. I it's their know. lives though. Yeah, it's their lives outside the rooms. But they yeah. watch the show too. Like you have some, like self-reflection uh, like how could you not see that you tonguing down your girlfriend multiple times on tv how people are going to be annoyed by that like yeah, why would anybody like, like that that makes me just feel like they want him if they want like some type of heel weird heel run when you do that because that's never gonna get a cheer it's never gonna get um, over bro that's where it's like yeah gene you say personal life if it was if it just was in the personal life like if they kept it if he was just in some good feud right now even all of the shit on Twitter, like them 
constantly talking about each other on Twitter, kissing on Twitter. Yeah. I could put that in the background. I could, I could like put that behind me and just like enjoy Cause he's amazing in the ring. He's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. I could put all that behind me. If like he was, if the feud wasn't also weird and they weren't yeah. all of a sudden, like trying to be a power couple on television. Yeah. Um, no, but she's yo, but she's not good though. Like her acting skills and not, her wrestling, like not. yo, she's a botch of mania. Candidate. It's a really rough division. I'm sorry. Nah, Seth, this is where she's, a, she's a botch. Ty, Ty Conti, I'll say she's, she's a real decent fighter, in the though, ring. She's, she's decent uh, in the ring. I don't, but character wise, I agree with you. Decent. decent. Decent David. is she can hold on, hold on, David. Yo, do you think she's decent in the ring? Well, we know how Dave feels about her. We know how Dave feels about her. He knows I'm true. I've, I've watched her since, right. since NXT. So I've seen her growth personally. She's decent in the ring. She can maneuver a match from beginning to end. And you're not going to be super like bored or be like, wow, she really freaking sucks. But she's not like, she's not Britt Baker. She's, she's middle of the pack. She's, she's middle exactly. of the pack for me. She's not like the... In, middle bottom half of the pack, yeah. Well, middle of the good. pack for the AEW women's division is not good. It's not thank good. you. It's not, That's what I was saying the other day. It's not like middle of the pack for WWE's women's division. Just Seb almost choked slammed me through the phone when I said, uh, I <laughs> Do we want to talk about the women's division? Let's, let's talk, talk about the women's division. division. We do want to talk about the there women's division. There is no women's division. division in the AEW. There's only five of them or four. That's uh, that's like worth watching, worth talking about. The rest I, of them is just like. Oh, that's yeah, true. Nice yeah, it's all good. That, yeah. yeah, right. that, is, that is true. However, my gripe was that you were being too harsh because there's a good handful <laughs> of women that are pretty damn good in that in that division. And you said there were only like four, which is just false. Four or um, five, four or five, four or five. Let me see. Five. Well, here's and the I thing. The five. Here's my thing, it's, though. Like, yeah. The good women in WWE are just like so far above anything AEW has. Like their best women's wrestler in AEW just can't even. I, I I just wouldn't even consider having them on the same level as a Sasha, a Becky, a Charlotte, a Bailey, a Bianca, an Asuka. Like that's six, and that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. Naomi could go to AW and be arguably right up there with the best. Thunder Rosa could even we feel the glow. say that about WWE. Thunder Rosa's yeah. So for in ring with the uh, <laughs> AW, you got Thunder glow. Rosa. That, yo, wait, yo wait, 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 nobody Baker else I would even best. put in the breath of the women I just mentioned from WWE. I wouldn't put Baker. Thunder Rosa put, in the put, same put, conversation. I put, put Baker, Baker before Thunder Rosa. It's not Thank great you. in the yes. ring, though. She's not. She's great not in the that ring. great. She's in the just ring. got she, a great. She's still green. She's, she's still a little green. Yeah. Right, and that's that's their top woman. <laughs> that yeah. Hikaru. Um, you know is, that's what I was saying yesterday about Hikaru's all right in the ring. Like I feel like they made her out to be this like. Great, they kind of messed her like, up off the indie, but like in the ring, like I see some botches a lot with her. I do. I think some? I honestly think no. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it's a language barrier because. There's matches she had with Rio on AEW that were freaking amazing. Okay. But what so, about Oscar? Oscar. I, I put in our, our Facebook wrestling group Oscar, chat. Yo. By the way, anybody who likes wrestling who's listening to this, if you're on Facebook, Kayfabe Castle with a K. Uh, Kayfabe Castle, Group Sebastian created way back when. Uh, he was wrestling a part of news it too. gets dropped in there. Wrestling news gets dropped in there. All that shit. Uh, we have discussions and debates. Um, this. There's, there's a couple hundred people in there, I think, right now. Go uh, go join it if you're into that, if you're into getting the scoops. I think it's a it's a great, safe place to talk about wrestling. But um, 
yeah, I sent Kayfabe Castle yesterday. Oscar, best best uh female wrestler. Uh, my favorite, my personal favorite female wrestler is Oscar from like 2016 to 2018. Yeah, because because okay, Nobody. I'm glad you favorite. I'm glad you mentioned that because I will say this, and it's no disrespect to Tony and AEW at all. NXT still to this day is the best say. North American presentation of wrestling that we've ever had triple h did it right yeah from beginning to end i'm sorry even the, i'll give you that yeah even even when nxt was an hour we have rampage as an hour i always watched nxt and i was like yo 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 i need more like it's must-see television in the ring i definitely agree week. with you in the ring and, i definitely agree with you and the storylines were incredible like we've had some better, great, way better we've, we've had great storylines in aw don't get me wrong but the nxt storylines made me like actually feel nah, something like, it, like mjf the mjf Sasha, the really? stuff mjf's been a part of has conquered anything in the in nxt did for me and what? i think the benefit do, nxt had that too. the benefit nxt had was they didn't have to keep recycling shit cuz it's a developmental and people move up and Guys can't get stale if they're only there for a short amount of time. So their best stars would eventually move up outside of like Gargano and Ciampa and whoever. But like Samoa Joe was fantastic. Finn was fantastic. But it's not like you have to set a plan out or have like things for those guys to do for decades or a decade because they're only there for a short amount of time. I get that. I understand that. But literally when you have a story like Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in like a four chapter, five chapters series going on. And it makes me shake from match to match that that was incredible. There was only one match where something goofy at the end. I wasn't happened. crazy about those feuds as everybody else was. I thought they were really good, but I wasn't like crying over them. Dude, those feuds well, were incredible. Those guys Johnny, aren't like Johnny Gargano on and the Tommaso. Mic. Yo, yo, Neither yo, of those guys on, are like man. stellar on the mic. Those, yo, those matches were awesome. They were. Those matches, yo, the they feud, were. No, no, the feud was good, man. They were tag team champion friends. And he just turned on them right and there. Even, right even at the end of the show. Even how crazy. they got intertwined with like Alistair Black stuff. Remember Alistair Black got yes. like like injured and like everybody was like, who did it? Who did it? And like yeah. they're having like interviews with everybody backstage. And then like and then it just turned to like Johnny was the one who did it. It's just like it, there was a whole bunch of twists and turns. And they kept that story fresh from beginning to end. And it lasted years. And every match that they had, pretty much every match, I'd say 90%, 80% of them were five-star bangers. Five-star? Yes. Oh, you're talking about Johnny yeah, and uh, match, Johnny yeah, Gargano. Match yeah. of the year type stuff. Match of the year. All match right, but hold on. Back to back. Bad neck All right, but hold on. Out. All right, how does... What, is, what, what are we talking... What, talk, what does this have to do with the women's division, though? Okay. It's just, okay. Bring know, me it back. Just went over there. Bring right. me he back. Said NXT. He said NXT's production of like how they did it with the women production and all the other stuff is way just, better than um the AEW. Yes, I will say that. Yeah, A NXT for just just a plain flat out statement. That's still the best North American product we've ever had. We did we did kind of sidetrack because Johnny and uh, mm -hmm. Tommaso were a huge part of that. But even their women's division and in, in NXT. Um, They've seen the growth of Paige, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, all those, all those people. It was amazing. They were putting on bangers too, like all the time on this show. So I'm saying AEW 
they have the pieces. I watched them from the beginning. I haven't stopped. Even in the pandemic, I watched all those pandemic episodes. That was the peak. That was the peak of that women's division. That women's division was putting on the people that they had, the crop people were putting on amazing television matches. Amazing Ooh. television matches. Ooh. I, I, I uh, can tell you three of them. I can tell you three superstars, female superstars. Other than that, no. One Rhett, of them they actually released uh, in the middle of a good feud who broke her nose. They fired her a couple of months later because obvi- she was outspoken obvi- obviously, obviously, we have the Brit and Thunder Rosa. That's yeah. one. We have, yep. we have Brit and Red Velvet on a dynamite that <laughs> well no 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 i will find that episode i want you to watch that, that i'll that say i back. did watch it i did Hika- watch it hikaru shida um title defense against who was it who was it who was it who was it oh i can't remember there's a title she was actually good she did she was, was putting on great matches yeah i'll give you that but yo nobody was paying attention because guess what it was the pandemic. They didn't care about those matches. No, well, hold on. Thunder Rosa. I no, think they were good matches. These in. weren't barn burnt. These weren't like, oh, my God. Like, I wasn't talking about these matches for weeks the way I would, like, be like. Like, the first time I watched Oscar wrestle versus, like, Bailey, I was like, holy shit. Like, these women can go. Where AEW yeah. just feels like they're going at two miles an hour. Um, All right, every move you. feels very slow. Another, hold on, hold on. Thunder Rosa that's, versus hold on, hold on, hold on. that's their best hold matches. On. Feel like that. Thunder hold Rosa versus Serena Deeb in the pandemic too. The first time was yeah, that was good. Was, was fantastic. It was better than was this good. match. So that's what it I'm was. saying. Like I feel like a lot of people don't. will will judge the woman like on a general basis, but they don't watch those little moments, those those episodes to episodes where they're having fantastic matches. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Even on I wouldn't Rampage, call them fantastic. Even I on Ramp- personally would not call them fantastic. <laughs> on, on Rampage, this they were good. They were on Rampage good. this week, Chris Statlander and Ru- oh, Ruby man. Soho, who I like, gave their gave both of their one of their best matches for each of them on Rampage, and no one saw it, and no because one saw. Nobody watches Rampage, and and then and then <laughs> that that Rampage we went to, Willow versus Red Velvet. That's not a barn burner, but that was a great match. It was good. So it was a good match. It was good. So it was a good one. It, it was either good, either way. Part though, of it that made part of it that made it oh. good though is because the crowd was so hot for Willow. Yeah, it, yeah. No, these aren't. That's my thing. That's my thing with WWE and whatnot. It's like I gotta hold them to the same standard, and just how I hold AW. Like I'm not gonna give WWE puts on the same show AW did last night. I'm giving it the same score. It's a six. Okay whatever i expect more out of aw the women's matches like i'm not going to be like oh that was really good for for a w women's match maybe it was really good but for a normal women's match like with wwe where we're talking like the top six to eight women in wwe it's like no those aren't those matches don't there's a reason they're not getting a lot of attention every uh, but this i think that's why i brought up nxt earlier though every woman's match on the wwe side that I was like, this is beyond five stars happened in NXT. The main, the main yeah, roster has a remember, different flow of matches. NXT, though. Not everybody was watching NXT. Well, so when it happens there and you're on a bigger stage with more viewers, it's like, oh, all right, go. I'm going to backtrack a little bit to uh, a few that's totally underrated. That was actually fucking good in AEW as a women's division. Sheeta versus D. Um, yes. What's that, few, yeah. that feud was good. Yo. They beat the shit out of each other through that whole feud. Like, yo, it gave me, yo, I have more respect for um Sheeta, even though I always have respect. I was like, yeah, she's not tough. 
she was getting her asses whooped like through the whole the whole freaking yeah. feud. D, yo, Deb was beating the hell out of her. She was beating her. I'm like choking her, beating her with a chair, beating her with her own stick. Like, yo, they were going to war. And nobody talked about that series. I was like, yo, this is actually pretty. This is what I'm talking this about. Are you this is what I mean. About the stuff with the the um where she was going after her 50th win. Yeah, that, no, that no, whole you, no, 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 the whole thing. Though. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she broke her arm, her trophy, <laughs> and everything. Like that, yo, that was only like that. Like to be honest with you, there's only like probably like four, maybe three good views for the females in AEW period, and that was one of them. They put a lot of it on Rampage, and nobody's watching Rampage. Nobody really even before Rampage. then though. And I'll give you this. Here's what I'll give you. Here's here's what I'll give you with the AEW women. I don't think they get proper amount of time and to your point yeah. about nxt i don't think they're getting the same training that they would in nxt developmental i could agree with that uh um, 25 bro and that's my thing <laughs> the time slots matter because that's my thing with the hangman page run like if you put them in better time slots you you, you want to you're not don't put people in places where the crowd's going to be in the low like there's a reason that QT Marshall versus Big Show and all those matches exist. And it's because people need breathers and don't put your champion or don't put something you want to be important. If you want your women's division to be important, don't put it in spots where it's like, okay, this is where I'm, I won't call it a piss break, but this is where I'm going to like relax and take my mind off. Like, oh, so-and-so just put on a great match. Now I'm chilling with whoever. I agree with you, but Tony also has did that but he did it at the wrong place. So like he's put main events multiple times for the woman, but it'd be on rampage or it was in the pandemic era. It's just like, he hasn't really taken a dynamite per se, like a, like a full fledged dynamite and been like, all right, the women are going to main event this. Um, Only I think they did it one time. I think it was the one time. Yeah. They did it one time. That was it. But he has put them in main event uh, positions and he has give them better time slots at certain times. They just were the wrong setting. Um, mm. I'll say. In Tony's defense, I don't like. I don't think many of the women are main event worthy. Thank you, thank you. That's to to get me back feel. to get us back to the original point of like none of these women can really go, and like a lot of them are off the indies. Like there's better women on the indies. Um, yeah, I think they just need to get more talent with the women. Uh, Impact got better wrestlers. Impact. To be fair, I don't watch Impact. I hear they have a great. I hear they have a great women's division on Impact. People's always said they had a great women's division. So there, there's that. That that's always been a thing with Impact for years. Yes. What I've been hearing from people. So you never watch Impact or no? um, Watch Impact at five a.m. in the middle of nowhere. Yo, I got (laughs) yo. First of all, it's called DVR. You walk into 2022. It's called DVR. Uh, yes, I do, do watch, watch Impact. An Impact? Here I can't believe yes. I, I watch everything. I watch Ring. Yo, Ring of Honor used to come on at yo. Sometimes it comes on at the gym. All right, and I'll be sitting there watching it. it comes on before at the they gym? close down. <laughs> yeah, it, you have to go at one, at one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's a twelve. Exactly. 30, yeah. Who, who the fuck? It's watch called DVR. Record it. I record. Yo, I record. I record Dynamite. and I don't watch it really. I record SmackDown. I, I record Raw. I fast forward through that. I record Dynamite. I actually watch Dynamite. Because sometimes the commentary is so fucking dumb and funny, I have to watch it. Just, yo, AEW needs it. That, that's one thing that, uh, that's probably going to throw viewers off like that, especially new viewers. Yo, you got four or three commentators, and most of them are trash. Like Jim no, Ross. No, I disagree, dude. No, that's, 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 AW that's is way wild. better. Con- Gene, do you want, dude, 
WWE, they sound like robot outside of Pat McAfee. They also I, like I don't I don't like WWE. I don't like WWE now. So take, yo, they, they're trash. What I'm are you just looking saying, for? AEW, AEW, yo, I like SmackDown's commentary. Michael Cole and Pat are good together. You know what I'm saying? Pat's I great. like the Taz and Michael Cole, this and that, stuff like that. Well, but yo, Pat I'm just made saying, Michael better. Of course, yeah, he even came out and said that, so I can't even deny that. And it does sound better. But I would take these these are the people I would take on AEW. Like he's a wrestler though, so you can't do that. Jericho and um Starks. I Those think Jericho's two, overrated, uh, honestly. Jericho and Starks are, are bad at commentary. No, I'm sorry. Starks on Star- no Starks on Rampage. He uh, going for the hill and being like the hill commentator. I get it's it. Funny, it's terrible. It's, funny. it's not it's terrible. Funny. It's not great though. I just yeah. need Excalibur Taz and Tony. I'll take Excalibur. No, 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 Excalibur and Tony. But they both. Here's the thing with that. They both kind of do the same thing. They're both kind of play by play. That's what I'm saying. Um, So you do need. You do need a wrestler. Put Taz. Put Taz. Excalibur. Tony. Yeah. Sure. Taz is underrated on commentary. You don't need need three. You just need need two. You don't. I know. You just need two. When they're both kind of like the same thing. I'll take Excalibur. He's cool. I like him because he reminds me of like when um back when WCW they used to have um what's his face coming Mike today come in. And explain like the luchadors. Like or, good. Yeah, he'll, he'll explain to them like where their origins came from, and the feud goes way back to like New Japan or something like that. That's what Excalibur reminds me. Of. That's why I like him. He's a he's a workhorse commentator. But if you put Taz in there, yeah, or Jim Ross, but sometimes Jim Ross, he doesn't Jim even Ross know what promotions now. he's on. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know what promotions he's on. So it's like <laughs> he's past his peak. Jim Ross. Is he said he said WWE like a zillion times uh, yeah, now. It's like, he says that like once a week. He's yeah. way washed. They're gonna up make now. it it's a ridiculous. drinking game soon. They're gonna make it a drinking game soon. <laughs> but you take Excalibur and Taz, Tony Schiavone. No, because him and Excalibur are the same. And Tony Schiavone, he's too. I don't know, man. I, I love. You can't. I love Tony. Tony. No Tony slander. I love. On this yo, I love Tony. <laughs> I love Tony too. I love Tony too. But just like Jim Ross, he's done with. It's over with. Give me Whoa. Excalibur and Taz. He's important. Yes. He's important no, he's because not. sometimes he does interviews. Listen, listen. And he's let really good with that, their, their first announced team. Their first announced team was Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Alex Marvez. And that yes. that trio, <laughs> that trio uh-huh. was awful. Uh, Marvez is is ass. We it's all garbage. know that. He's but garbage. then Jim Ross is like, does he have Jim, something wrong with him? Yes. Yeah, uh, it's called okay. like he misses I, WWE. Jim Ross? Uh, no, 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 no. No, Alex Marvez or whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. No. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know what Jim Ross does. He's old as fuck. J- Jim Ross, ever since his wife died, which is you know that's gonna be hard on anybody. He hasn't had the same passion that he's had with commentating for years. Um, and the thing with Jim Ross is, you never know what type of Jim Ross you're gonna get on dynamite sometimes he's really being a grouch and he'll shit on like everything passive aggressively on the show i'm like what are you doing and then other nights he'll say random stuff he'll love everything he'll love everything but then he'll spurt in random stuff he actually did it last night he He, yo he did he did the ty conti match and he did like he does it all the time he'll say something random and the the other commentators are like what are you talking about and they'll just like kind of move on from it is, did y'all see? Did y'all see last Wednesday when he did the Taz with the whole? He was trying to set up a joke for the hook in um Van Helsing and Taz didn't get what the fuck he was going with, so it got quiet for like thirty seconds. I think I know. And then Jim about. Ross had it. Yeah, Jim Ross had to break what he break like break character and said, you know, because hook in Van Helsing. Taz was like, oh, I, I, yeah, I guess hell's wrong with this guy. Like you could tell, like yeah, he took the mic down and said, what the fuck's wrong with this? He, guy? He's done. He, he, he Dave. Dave, what type of approach to um, announcing is your favorite? Because we got different styles. Is is Pat McAfee your uh, your go to or what? 
Um, I don't know. It depends. I, it kind of depends on what's going on in the show. Like, I feel like fair. I don't think Pat fits an AEW setting. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he fits WWE because again, it's that blurred line between sports entertainment and professional wrestling. Like, I think like somebody like Excalibur is perfect for AEW because that's more so for that more educated when it comes to wrestling fan base. And then Pat's for like eight year olds. So <laughs> the, the thing, the thing I appreciate. Well, about he's Pat, funny though, for adults too. Obviously, he has that excitement. Like yeah, that was a good line. You can he's, tell he like appreciates right what he's there for, and he doesn't he doesn't like take his shit for granted and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would say if I'm Tony, I'm doing whatever I can to go grab Moro Ronaldo and getting rid of Jim Ross. Mm, yeah. Moro Ronaldo, you're going to have to pick one. Because it was, it was, it was a good cast. Like, though. Last night was or, a good uh, kind of caliber because they both do the same thing. They both call nah. it. Nah. Can't have eh. both. Get the fuck what? out of here. You cannot have both. I think you want Tony well Schiavone together. Excalibur, though. If you get more Ronaldo, Excalibur is useless. They so both y'all do the wanted same Tony, y'all, y'all wanted Tony Schiavone or Excalibur, but y'all don't want these two. Because no, no, Tony I'm saying to have all three. moves and shit. Tony's more of like he's color. He's color. He's like a sidekick. He's like yeah. He's like Andy Richter to Conan. He's that I'm, guy I'm, who just chimes in here and there. I'm, 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 I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done with those matches. two though. I'm done with Jim Ross and Tony. I, I want to see X and somebody I'm else. Fair. I, I don't. I think regardless of what happens, Jim Ross, it should be, this should be his last year of the company. Yeah, I def- think regardless, yeah. I'm with you on that. But it's like, what do you want to do with Excalibur? What do you want to do with Tony? Um, you can't get rid of, like you said, Tony Giovanni does interviews. You can't get rid of those two. I put Tony do interviews, Excalibur, and then sure. I'll, I'll get somebody else. Sure. Honestly, honestly, I feel like. The three-man dynamic would work with Tony, Moro, and Excalibur. Here's why. Mm. Tony, we already know that Tony is like the color commentary sidekick. He's going to say here is things here and there and do interviews, blah, blah, blah. Excalibur, I feel, is a perfect balance between the two because Moro is super extreme, like dissect the match, all that, the psychology. And Excalibur does that too, but he can also – be a sidekick because there's been plenty of times where he was kind of sidekicking to Jim Ross on the yeah. commentary and, and Excalibur can have fun uh, like a lot, like he can, if he needs to scale back down and if they brought Moro, I feel he could absolutely do that. And the three would be a perfect, perfect Trinity. But getting back, sitting back, thinking about it, I kind of like agree with Gabe though. It's like, damn, they're both kind of like the same. And it's like, if you scale one back, then, Especially X. If you scale X, the original one, out of the commentary, it, then it's just not going to be the same. Then you're going to be like, what the That's hell? That's my what? thing. It could work, but they're both going to have to really, like, make some sacrifices but that's the way kinda, they normally. That's kind of what they did um, in NXT, because I'll say before Corey Graves got to the main roster, his thing wasn't just shitting on Byron the whole show and like yeah, no, saying one line. He was just as as it wasn't the same as Excalibur though. As Moro. Yeah, no, but he he's a color guy. Excalibur does play by play. He does play by play. He knows the, the moves. The podca- this podcast is called Podcast Suicida because podcast suicida. he calls out moves like Tope <laughs> Suicida. That's the like the, he calls out moves just like Moro. Corey Graves was yeah. like 
he would talk about yo, the match like a color just, guy. Yo, hold on, like hold a Mark on, Jackson or Jeff Van Gundy. My fault, my fault. Yo, that should be the intro right there. Like how you did that. Like, yo. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was the point of the intro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Seb, Seb's our resident producer. Yo, that caught like, me right he, there. Like, Seb, yo, you, if you, yeah. whatever you want to cook up for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Whatever comes to mind, man. Here comes Gabe yeah, I, with a podcast, Suazina. Because, yo, yo, I had, yo, that was a good idea. I had an idea too, but yo, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, yo. How'd you start off with that right there? Like, that's pretty dope, right? They just start off. Suicida. Okay. I want to get through two more topics before we go. Um, We're going to talk about Sasha and uh, the Naomi situation, which I might need a little refresher on. I basically get it, but it hasn't been on completely my mind. But first, there's the elephant in the room, something we were talking about before the podcast. Speaking Mm -hmm. of a tope suicida. Gene, you have a problem (laughs) with a certain (laughs) AW wrestler. Uh, that I'd feel ninety percent of people would disagree with you. Ninety percent. Oh, they have. Ninety percent of the they people have. who watch who watch AEW on a weekly basis would disagree with you. They have oh, every. They, they have, have every right know, to. They have every oh, right to. Oh, about this. Every time, Gene. every time I write on this dude, every time I write on this dude on Instagram, because yo, you're I hating. The, you're oh hating. my gosh, they go. I'm in front of the riot squad and everything, okay, right. man. They, so tell us who it is and tell us why, and then we'll talk about it. Let's let him. Let's let him so, finish. G Slam Take of the Week. Yo, my slam take of the week. <laughs> yo, my body slam take of the week is going to Darby Allen. Oh, fuck. I can't, yo. Oh, fuck it. Ah, yo, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Can't do wrong, Mr. Greatest wrestler in the, in, in the sports in the world. Yes, yes. All right, all right, all right. in the hate <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna talk about my 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 mentor Sting. I'm just gonna leave him out of this hot take. Yo, they say he's the next Jeff Hardy, right? The next Jeff Hardy. Kind of, I've yeah. seen him. No, no. That's disrespectful. I always said that. Don't you ever disrespect Jeff Hardy. I'm not even a big Jeff Hardy fan. I like him. I respect. i seen Darby Allen versus Jeff job. Hardy in the Owen Hart tournament. Darby Allen looks like a seventh grader compared to Jeff Hardy, who's smaller to eat. Jeff that Hardy match was good, eating. though. Nah, Jeff's sneaky big. I'm Jeff's not saying, like over, I'm not well saying, over I'm not saying the match sucks. I think, hey, first of all, okay. all right. match sucks. Okay. I said... Don't you ever disrespect Jeffrey Nero Hardy again by saying this guy who weighs 98 <laughs> pounds soaking wet, he's not even 5'8", I think he's like 5'7", five, 5'6", five, Jeffrey Nero Hardy is about what, 200 pounds? This dude look like, yo, I'm telling you right now, yo, Darby Allen sucks, man. He sucks. Just because yeah, of his he's look? A, he's a, no, no, no. He's a great glorified stuntman. But you put him up against any wrestler. I'm not gonna, I'm like, yo, that other wrestler should beat him. That other wrestler should beat him. Nah. On the mic, oh yo, listen, on the mic, he's not that great. Hey, if you see him, yeah, say, okay. All right. If you see okay. him say he's Darby Allen is good he's on, the mic, on the mic, he's not good. His feuds, I'll give you, he probably had like three good feuds, three good solid feuds. One was with Jericho, one was with um, um what's his face from Canada? Um, that's with Scorpio Sky. Um, Ethan Page. Yeah, that was a good feud. That was, that was actually a, that was actually a good ass couple of matches they had. That casting match. What the MJF uh, stuff? They they had history. And, and thank you. And yeah, MJF. They had history. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't realize they had history until um the feud broke out with AEW with the casting match and stuff like that. But um the MJF that feud right there, yo MJF. Yo, first of all, MJF can have a, a feud with a fucking computer chair, and I really <laughs> believe that computer chair is gonna get over. So yeah, yo, to sit here, yo, to sit here and say he's a pillar when they throw, I hate when they threw out that word. Oh, he's the one of the pillars. pillars. No, no, 
He's not a fourth pillar. He's a seventh pillar, if you oh want to say that. Gosh. He's a he's no. a he's he's like he's like he's like the person that helps put the paint on the pillar. He's not all right, the pillar. All right, all right, all right. I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. All right. <laughs> I'm just all saying. Right. Okay. So it sounds like you sounds like you don't like him. He's small. Exactly. He talk well he's not him. a good wrestler. He's, he can't talk about yo. And That's wrestling, where we have it's to not disagree. just yeah, hey, in wrestling, if, I no, think no, no, he is no, a good wrestling, wrestler. In, in wrestling, it's not just being good in the match. You have to be good. You got to make me believe. I don't believe in this guy. Bro, this guy, yo. here's why he's great. Here's why he's great. Go ahead. I'll go let on. you go, Seth, but I, I need to get this out now. Go ahead. go ahead. Here's why he's great. And here's why at first I agreed with everything you said. When I first watched him, it took me a while to get acclimated to Darby Allen. The guy, the way he uses his body is so unique compared to anybody else where that's where the believability comes in. Like he throws his body on the line more than anybody else where the, the, his suicide dot, the way he flies out of the ring, the coffin drop, all that shit, everything looks so brutal. He literally gets, it looks like he's getting shot out of a pistol when he does stuff. Dude, that coffin drop in that match with Ethan page was ridiculous. Yeah. Coffin the, exploded. Fa- the thing is too, yeah, the thing is too, is like after it breaks, you see there's like the support studs on the side of it that like, Ooh. they're not like shaved off or anything. If mm-hmm. he hits those, he's going to be fucked right. up and he hits it so perfectly. And it's not like, like he's not that big, but neither was the casket. Like when he not hit, that big, like, he's not big at all, Dave. No shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> but All right. But also he's not like. Three feet tall, either he's like he's a normal Ray Mysterio. Dude. Like Ray Mysterio is one of the best of all time. Right. He's like five feet tall. Here's <laughs> why I. Here's why at first, like I gave him criticism that I wouldn't give Ray Mysterio. It's like my test for wrestlers is like, am I bigger than you or not? Like I'm five eleven. I, I work out like, but if it's your job to work out and stay, like I shouldn't be bigger than you. I feel like I am with him, but as I said, he, he uses his body are. in different. He ways. makes up for it. He makes up for it completely. He had one of the best title runs in AEW with the TNT title. Every match was super Gene, every match was super entertaining. The way he got the title was climactic. The way he lost the title was climactic. Every match there was really good. The, I'll give you the way he, he, the way he got it and ended. The way he got it ended. But there was a lot of in-between. There was a lot of in-between. It was like, yo, why does, yo, you're telling me Lance Archer couldn't beat this guy? Yeah, yeah. I tell you why. No, so I, the, the, thing is, no heat. the thing is with no heat. The thing is with him is like, yeah, he's small, but I think that's kind of part of him and part of his character. Where right. He's small, but he really just he's so unhinged and just doesn't care about his own safety. That no matter how much pain he puts himself through, he you're not gonna you will come out hurting more than he will because he just oh, doesn't oh, care. Darby Allen does the unthinkable, dude. He does it like even last night. He did that suicide dive. We almost all thought he snapped yeah, his neck. I thought, yeah, that was yeah, fucking nuts. Yeah, I thought he watched insane. it at first. That Who was else crazy. Is doing that? And then guess what? He got back in the ring and did it again on the other side. Because why? His heart, his determination, he's insane. This is why he gets the comparisons to Jeff Hardy. Because he Jeff does Hardy, crazier shit than Jeff. And he I don't does crazier shit than Jeff. That, Jeff, that's, Jeff just slowly jumped up higher shit doing a swanton. And exactly. Like, yeah, that, that shit like that shit was crazy for the time. Nobody was doing that, obviously. But like he also got on. speared off the top of a two belt. Yo, he got speared off the top of a ladder off two belts. No, and, Jeff Hardy does crazy shit too. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like at that time, like you said, Dave, it was for that time. And now Darby Allen, who watched all that shit and can like, you know, adjust and I'm go, I'm gonna go better. I'm gonna do it better. 
man, I'm telling you right now, he's just a stuntman. Like, yo. Not though. Everything's so crisp. He's a one-two stuntman. He's a one-two might be. I think he's more crisp in the ring than Jeff Hardy has ever been. And his matches. His that's matches fly that's off the fact. handle. That's no, a fact. Don't leave no. Back. no, 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 come back. That's a fact. That's Bro. definitely a fact. I've been that's saying this since 2008. I've been saying this since 2008. Half of Jeff Hardy's matches involve him laying around on the ground, coming like getting back up from ta- from crazy. He usually movies. gets his ass beat. Yo, I felt like, like the I whole match. Like, he comes off of way like, more yo, ladders and goes through tables and all that shit. Way more than Darby right now with that. It's a fat comment. Yo, it is a fact. It is a fact. What do you mean it's Darby not a fact? It's definitely Darby a fact. Allen actually like did amateur wrestling. Hey, he yeah. sucked. Oh, yo, 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 gay. Those kids, those kids at our gym that does amateur wrestling, they would destroy him. They you're destroy bugging. Him. Yo, you're I'm bugging. Not, I'm you're not bugging. bugging. I'm not bugging. Can I I'm take not, you? Yo. Guys, can I? All right. Do you, let me finish. I don't want to cut you off, Gene. <laughs> Dad, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. I'm going to take you through Darby Allen's TNT title history. I have it in front of me right now. Hey, yo, you're going to remember all those matches. So first of all, let me say, let me take you to TNT title history just to set the stage. Cody, first title, 91 days. Then Brody Lee had it for 46 days, obviously. That's because he passed. Yeah, Yeah, obviously. 31 days with Cody. And then Darby has it for 186 days. And it never got stale for me. Then Miro had a great run, too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whatever was that those days? That was, that was the COVID era. That was November exactly. November 7th, 2020. It was still May, good, though. To May 12th, 2021, which I wouldn't completely call the COVID era. No, no, it's still COVID era. Because it was in the was middle really of it. Open. We're still in COVID then. No, like, no, Darby right, was well, the, Weren't they touring by May 2021? No, no, they were touring yeah. the, the summer. The summer. They took the belt off him because they knew. Nah, bro, nah. We're going to put you with Sting, and this is going to be a little gimmick thing, and that's it. He's not going to get, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you a dollar, a gentleman's dollar bet. This guy will not win a championship before MJF's um, contract's up. Of course he, he will not. Because MJF needs to get the title before Darby. Like, no, no. Th- that, this is the title. It's in two years. So in two years, I bet you he won't win a championship for, T- uh, for AEW. He won't win. He won't win the AEW championship. He won't. And remember, let me tell you, the, reason why I bring that up, not. the reason why I bring that up is because you all talk pillars. MJF's a pillar. Sammy Guevara's a pillar. Uh, this Jungle Boy. A pillar. No. Oh my God! None of the pillars guy. besides that's MJF it. are winning the AEW title in the next no, no, few Sammy years. Gavana. They Sammy are for Gavana. the future. They Sammy, are not for Sam, now. Sammy, Sammy is winning the championship. No, he's not. No, he's not. Okay. No, he's right not. Now. That that is a hot take. No, that is not happening. Gene, 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 MJF's <laughs> title runs out in the next two years. You know how yeah. AEW title runs go. It's not going to be like, oh, he has it for a couple months, then we're flipping it and flipping it. It's going to be long. CM Punk just months. got it. Who knows how long Five CM Punk's going to have it. And then CM, CM, Punk's CM, Punk, not, CM Punk's losing it at the end of the summer. CM Punk's not losing it to any of the pillars. No, no, no. He's losing it to, um, I see him losing it to MJF. I think MJF is next. Yes. And MJF's yes. not losing it to any of the pillars for He's a not. while. He's not. He's yeah. Omega's supposed to be coming to back. End. Omega's coming back, so... It could be set up for everybody, CM Punk everybody in the bank thing, where MJF's going to have the title during his contract. With Kenny's injuries, though, I, I don't, I don't know if they give the belt to Kenny again because there's been so much talk about him never being 100 percent again. Yeah, Kenny's yeah, really banked up. He doesn't need it either. Like his run was just so. When you're nice, well you don't done. need the belt. Yeah, I mean, exactly. well, somebody's going to well, have the it's belt. It's either going to be Adam Cole that takes it, or Kenny Omega because he's coming back, and everybody wants to see Kenny Omega, CM Punk. They wanted to see it since um. What the past two years? They, that's what they wanted to see, so they're going to get it. 
And I bet you, if Kenny Omega doesn't take that title from him, it's going to be Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Tony. I can, I can see that's a possibility too. But Okay. You ready for this? Can I go through this now? Yes, go ahead. Yep, go, ahead. go ahead. Full gear. Darby Allen defeats Cody. That was a good now match. we're in 2021. That was like he won in 2022 and then his first title. He defeats okay. Brian Cage, which was wh- which was a good match, which was fun. That was a good match. How? Why? How, how does that? Uh, how does a 98 pound dude beat Scott Steiner's fucking younger self? I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Because Brian Cage, it's it's about the buildup too. Brian Cage is all popcorn muscles and no pizzazz. All right, I'll give you that. Because he puts his no, body no on the pizzazz. line. That's why I'll no say for Darby. Like, he wins these matches because he puts his body on the line. Like, he uses his body like a weapon. Nobody else in wrestling does that. Yes, There's do. other high flyers. All of them do that. that. All of them do like that AEW. He's one of a kind. All of them do that AEW. What are you talking about? They all do suicide dives. They all do back. Not like The only not other like guy Darby, in wrestling that does a great suicide dive for me is Samoa Joe. Right. Everybody Dark. in AEW is doing a suicide Not dive, like a dive through the ropes. It's about how it's stuff. done, though. Darby has the best one, and the way he wrestles is no, not like anybody else. One. Yes, he, he does. does. Dude, no, he doesn't. he'd be going head first. You literally think shit. he's going to commit Evan Bourne, suicide. You're telling me Evan Bourne, Evan Bourne's suicide dive is better is not better than well, his? No, he, it's no. not. Because the thing is with no. Darby's is he's he's running full sprint. He's not going over the top rope or through the t- like. He's not going over the top rope, so he's not like looping onto them, and he's not landing on them, like kind of catching himself. He's driving his shoulder into them. It looks real, and he's going so fast, so it looks so impactful. It's, it's actually a suicide dive with Darby. Like you, you don't know if he's gonna make it out of there when he dives, and he goes exactly like Dave said. He goes full speed and crashes into you like a fucking bullet. No one does that. Uh, no one else does that. Tell me somebody else that does that. If you can't. Then it's a fact. Hold on. Hey, 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 hey. This like a thousand wrestlers on AW that does it. I have to. Everybody does a suicide dive. They fall out. Everybody yeah, has they the catch themselves. One. And they catch I'm themselves. Kidding. Or they fly out of the ring. But they don't. They don't go full speed like boom. And the guy <laughs> right. tumbles. They don't something. do the shit like he did it with his first one. Or yes. go crashing into the cage. Like he'll if he does it on like the um the side where the people are watching. Like not towards the ramp but towards one of the sides. Yeah. He'll go crashing into the barricade. He'll go flying yeah. into the barricade, and it's like, what the fuck? Is he okay? Which he has done multiple times. But hold on, hold on. All right, Gabe. What was his next one after Ga- um, Cage? Yeah, Scorpio go ahead. Sky. That was a good match, too. That, that was, was a good match. match. That was a good match. That was a hot flying. That was a, that was He tried to ground Darby Allen a lot in that match. That was a good match. But at, at the same time, at the time, I probably would have took Darby over Scorpio. But I'm taking Scorpio now. Because it was like, I'm so used to seeing Scorpio, Scorpio as a fucking tag team with SEU and stuff like that. I wasn't fully sold on him to like get, take the belt from Darby, blah, 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 blah. But all right, that's one. That's one I'll say, all right. This one, awesome. this next one does not help my case. It's uh, Darby Allen defeats J.D. Drake to uh, retain. No, that match was good. That's, that's one. No, it wasn't. Yes, it I was. I actually don't remember no. it. No, 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 no. I remember this because this was J.D. Drake's debut on dynamite uh, and he impressed it was crazy from that point on i was a jd jake uh, jd drake fan but then what tony did was after that match he screwed him brought, he brought him lower and lower to the card lower and lower AEW dark raps for him 
Yeah. It was AEW. He was on AEW. JD Drake is underrated. And I will always say he is fucking phenomenal. The next week, Darby um, puts his title up on the line again on Dynamite. And I remember this match being really good. And you can tell, like, it's like these are not, like, fantastic wrestlers that he's putting on really good matches with. He defeats Matt Hardy in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I remember the ending of that match being nuts. Falls Count Anywhere match. Doesn't that it one, end with him doing a coffin the- drop on Matt Hardy through a table? Yeah, it was. And then they go off air. And it's just, I remember specifically after that match being like, I, yo, AEW is sick. Match. Every week they give me something like that, just like. Yeah, it was like, see, it felt like Monday Night's Row when they ended it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. And he just landed on a one, two, three, and they just finished. They just, all you see is Darby Allen laying on top of him and then Matt Hardy looking like he was just dead. And then and the they next, just cut. The next week, Darby Allen defeats Jungle Boy. Uh, to that was a good match. That too. was a good match. That was, that a, was good a, match. a very good, good match. match. These are that all good, good matches. No, 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 no. Because yo, Darby <laughs> Allen, like him and Jungle Boy, are pretty, Jungle Boy's a little bit bigger. But at that time, Jungle Boy and him were kind of like the same size. Jungle Boy's just now gotten big over the past year. But Jungle Boy was, was like a cruiserweight, borderline below cruiserweight, just like Darby Allen's a boy. He's under cruiserweight. He's not a cruiserweight. He's not even big enough to be a cruiserweight. But that match is good. <laughs> yeah. That match is good. Darby yeah. Allen sucks, man. He's not yo. He's come on, come on. You Go remember ahead. all those matches? How how does he suck? Because I watch I watch wrestling, man. I remember matches from '93 when I was like six. Trust me, I, I remember matches. That's why he hates him because of his size. And then it's he uh, just beats, a size thing. Then Darby defeated yeah. uh, Ten. He defeated Ten, and then he loses also good to match. Then he loses a Tamiro, which was a good also match. good match. So every Miro beat the shit out of him, though. Miro, no, Miro, which is what he like, needed to do. And that's why he's so great because he sold, he sells the fuck out of stuff too. He makes shit look so good for the other guy. But like, Miro did what everybody else and like I guess like how it was built to be. Like, dude, I'm fucking Miro. I'm beating the shit out of you. Like, I'm a big dude. Cage, Cage, when he fought him, he kind of went away from that. Cage tried to play like a Darby Allen, Mystique. He didn't try to ground him. It's just like, nah, I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna catch you, I'm gonna throw you, I'm gonna ground you. Nah, he didn't do all that like Merrill did. Merrill beat you. Well, Cage is Cage is a weird case because he's such a big guy, but he tries to wrestle like a, a high flyer. Yeah, um, and it it worked in Lucha Underground for him. It doesn't work here, like exactly. at all, because you actually you I, I actually need that. some character. Like this is major TV. That's it. It's not gonna work out for you. Darby, the thing is, Gabe just listed all those matches on his title run, and all those matches were memorable. Every single Not one. memorable. They were just good. Exactly. So I the remember, fact that, I remember a lot of them though, which is not something you can say for a lot of. Do like, do you TV know it vividly? Do you know it vividly from headlock to headlock? Do you? I Ooh. mean, there's a lot of matches. There's only like a handful vividly. of matches in history that I remember <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, that's 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 too hard to do to, to be. All right, all right, all right, I feel all right, like we've all, right. all laid our case why we we're pro Darby, and he laid his case why he's anti Darby, and we'll see. What I'm the never gonna be pro. Maybe I'll post a segment on the on the social. You literally media just don't like him because he's small. Like no, he that's knows. what it sounds like. He's small. He can't talk. Like he's non-believable. His promos need yo, work. He's kind of boring. Need work. Not lie, yeah, yeah. He, he makes yo, up for yo. it. All right, you know what they need to start doing too. They stop having him with Sting. There's no reason Sting should be there with him. Like that was getting, random. That was random. We're getting That's to the daddy. Point. Yeah, that was random. Yeah, right. Even, exactly. Even, even when um Sting <laughs> debuted, when he debuted and he pointed at Darby, like, I, first of all, yo, he was only in the Raptors like three times. Like Darby Allen was in the Raptors three times. Most of the time, he was sitting in the crowd because there was no crowd. He was sitting in the crowd, 
And then, like, Sting, you and him have nothing, like, really in common except for the black and white paint face. I will give you that. You can say him and Jeff Hardy. If Jeff Hardy and him were together, all right. But, all right, you know what? I'll probably turn off. Like, you know what? Yeah, all right, all right. He's like, Jeff Hardy? Yeah, I could see that, blah, blah, blah. Sting, why, why are you even here with him, Sting? There's no reason for you to be with Darby Anna. You're right. Like, that didn't make sense. It was very random make- pairing. Sting came out. Uh, on his debut and he looked at Cody and was like nah I'm going with Darby and that was it like there was no reason there was no storyline for it I get that and you know what I also do agree with you I think this is a general AW thing rather than just a Darby thing but a lot of guys in AW are not required to uh, intensively work out and I think it hurts I think it hurts some of them image wise but a lot of them it doesn't really matter though at the same time Especially it's for Darby's right, so case. You're right, you're right, if you're, you're really right. nice, I don't care. Like Samoa Joe's not like shredded or anything, but he's one. But of my he's big and powerful. But that's what people give Adam Cole shit for. He was bad. That's exactly yeah. what people give Adam Cole shit for. Which Adam Cole's not that big, and weren't you the one saying that you think he might? No, no, no. Punk for the Adam world title? Cole, no, no. Adam Cole is bigger. Not much. Guy. He's not that he's, much bigger, yo, bro. If you put no, 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 yo. I said the same thing about Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen until I saw Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy together. Oh, Jeff Hardy's sneaky tall, though. No, no. Everybody who was in WWE is sneaky about, tall. Yeah, I don't care about the height. I'm talking about paws, girth, the size. Like, yo, Jeff, yo, Adam Cole is <laughs> I'm memeing that. Yeah. I'm taking that out of context. <laughs> yo, pause yo, on that's that. That's what I said. Pause. I said pause. I said pause <laughs> said before pause. I even said it. Okay, okay. I did right. say I said pause, girth. All right. No, I'll cut that so, out. We'll cut that part out where you said pause. Don't say that. No, no, no. I'm talking about girth. I, I hope you know Adam Cole is only two inches taller than Darby. I hope you know that. No, I said I'm not talking That's about That's if that I, listing is even accurate. Sometimes I'm not, not talking, accurate. I'm not talking about accurate. height. I'm talking about if that If like WWE came out with that listing, it's probably like an It's probably. Totally yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking about size-wise. Just like I said, Jungle Boy is. I say he's bigger. Than, I say he's bigger than Darby Allen now. Way bigger than Darby Allen now. And Jungle they're the same Bill. size too. He is Bill, Yeah, but I noticed they, that yesterday yo, when he was walking on the ring. He's getting bigger. Exactly. But when they fought yeah. each other that time for the TNT title, Jungle Boy wasn't that big yet. Even Jim Ross keeps pointing it out every week how he's gotten bigger and bigger now. He's he hitting the that. weight room. You know, it shows though. You can tell he's way bigger than he was when he first got here. He got more cut. More, yeah. more mass to him. So, all right, let me say that then instead of girth. More mass. Yeah. He is, ma- no, he's, he's got you more said mass. you already you said, said it. Girth. It's too, it's too girth. girth. With <laughs> authority. He said that girth. I need that. I gave you the Vince McMahon. He's got girth. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just being honest, man. Like, but how's that make oh, him man. suck though? That that that's my, that's he, did, my he just he yeah. just wants his wrestling to be big meaty men slapping me. No, so he's Vince, no, so, no. So he's Vince McMahon. No. no, no, because I said I like Adam Cole. Adam Cole ain't big and girthy. CM Punk ain't big and girthy. CM Punk's like, pretty I tall. Like CM Punk's six two. I'm not talking about height. I'm talking about weight wise, guys. But that, but I get that. But that goes on to like just overall body like size, like the height the. The, you can't do nothing about height, but you can do something about mass. Work out. Start yeah, eating. Yeah, but you're doing drugs. Here. Yeah, but you were talking about like how Darby like is side by side by someone, and he said he looks like a 12-year-old. I'm just yeah, like body-wise, body-wise, body-wise. 
Bond the comparison one. to that I love turtles kid is pretty uncanny. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does look like I love. Oh, I got I got shit for that. It's the too, hair, though. it's the hair too. It's the hair and the this, this. It's like the the nose and eyes and up right there looks just like him as a kid. He's like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Him? But yeah, that was my that was my um body slam take of the week, man. Darby right. Allen is it what everybody's putting him out there to be? We'll see. We'll see if we can change your mind over time. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep working card. on this. We'll I keep can't take this. this. Move on. Move on. Sebastian, yes. take us through the um, Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out situation. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's how we'll wrap this up. We'll do. We'll we'll, we'll do this for. We'll wrap this up in ten minutes. All right. All right. All right. So basically, what happens? on raw is that there was a match scheduled for it was a gauntlet match scheduled for the tag team champions sasha and naomi to be with i forget the people it was like it was like Liv morgan ruby riot uh dewdrop some other ruby riot ruby riot is on aw i'm not ruby riot sorry i meant um talking about um, rhea ripley rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley. ripley thank you rhea ripley um just just that cast of characters, I guess. Um, and Oscar, it was Oscar, Becky, it was um, D, uh, Big Dewdrop, and um, Homegirl. <laughs> Why'd you have to call her Big Dewdrop? Yo, <laughs> when she drops that, it's a wrap. When she drops that leg, I can always say, it's a big leg. We just talked about it. Girth. <laughs> when she so, drops it on you, it's a wrap. So basically, the producers had um, put it so that in the gauntlet match, the last two people, this doesn't make sense at all. The last two people were going to be Naomi and Sasha. And Sasha was going to get the, no, I'm sorry. Naomi was going to get the pin over Sasha. And for some reason, that was going to lead to both of them having individual feuds with um, Bianca and um, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Sasha, Sasha was supposed to feud with Ronda and Naomi was going to feud with Bianca over the titles. Basically, their idea was that they were going to help bring the the main women's titles over, which doesn't make sense. So Sasha and Naomi went to go voice those concerns. They said, this doesn't really add up. And also, why would we both face each other? If anything, you're you're not showing any importance to the tag team division for the woman. We should be defending our titles. And the producers told them that after these feuds, they were going to defend their titles for the first time in five, six months, which also doesn't make any sense. So they said, forget the producers, whatever. We're going to go straight to Vince about this. They talked to Vince about it, and Vince said he's going to make some changes. He goes and makes those changes, and they were even worse. So at this point now, the producers are saying, oh, these girls are spoiled. They're, they're entitled. They should just do their job, pretty much. That was that was literally like the atmosphere and the energy backstage. Even some wrestlers had that same energy. Yeah. And producers were telling them that to their face, like you should just go out and do the job. And they weren't for that. Especially Sasha Banks, she has a history of caring about the division she's the image, in yeah. and wrestling. It it matters. Like, why would you have your tag team champions pin each other and then go on to feud with other people and not defend their titles at all? It doesn't make any sense. So. They took it upon themselves. They went to John Laurinaitis. They put their titles on the table and they said, we're walking out and they were gone. And so WWE had to rework their main event or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they went about their business. So the issue that has transpired after that is that there's people online, wrestlers and fans alike saying that they're overreacting. 
Sasha needs to just do her job, stuff like that, which is surprises me because I don't understand how people can hear a story like that and someone taking respect for themselves and for their craft and trying to stand up for that. And you're just against that. Like, I, I don't understand that at all. So you ever, you ever watch 90s wrestling? I did watch 90s wrestling. That's yeah, how I, st- ever, I started did, watching ever, wrestling when I was four. Did you ever watch wrestling in 95, 96? No, I wasn't alive yet. Damn. Oh, shit. 97. My bad, my bad. All right, all right. So I'm going I'm to bring you back down the memory line of, of something similar to this where the wrestlers actually did the job and didn't complain because back then you couldn't really do that compared yeah. to now. It's called Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. Stone, um, Shawn Michaels and uh, Diesel. Shawn Michaels and Diesel. One was um one was the heavyweight champion, one was the intercontinental champion. You know what they did? They beat Owen Hart and the um British Bulldog for the tag titles. They didn't even defend the tag titles at all. End up feuding with each other for the WWE title. Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold, um, 96. They were they they won the tag team titles. One is a heavyweight champion, one is the number one contender, supposedly uh-huh. for the heavyweight championship, and they fight each other. That's a little different, and, and, though. No, I'm just saying though, like. It, I'm going to get to the main point. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why all that was going on, because the roster was weak. The roster was weak. The women's division is kind of weak. So guess Whose what? fault is that? The hey, hey, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. So you're seeing where creators coming from since it's so weak. And like we have like this six main core and two of them are tag team champions. Two of them are um, WWE champions. One of them's getting married, so she's going to be gone. One of them's injured. Y'all got to, yo, this is the storyline. This is how it's going to work. But but and then why make them tag champs to begin with? That's the, that's at the, the time. But at the time, at the time, it looks good. I'm just saying at the time it was looking good, but then you realize, so you, it's either that or get rid of the women's tag titles. They should have never been there. Sure. Yes. They should have never been there to begin with. That's the I'm thing. Just, so I, I'm giving I, you I, their I, point of view though. I'm giving you I, that other side. You know what I saying? get, I get that point of view, but that point of view from, from their mindset doesn't yeah. make sense because one why are you introducing a woman's tag titles when you never had a full division for that to begin with two the thing is they wwe always puts themselves in positions and then complain about it later and act like they don't know how they got in that position you have a weak division you bring up woman after woman after woman put them in nothing feuds and exactly. don't build them up and now you're complaining oh we don't have anybody doesn't make sense at all it's like literally like honestly it's the definition of insanity i don't i don't don't understand how they end up doing the same thing with the woman and then they expect different results every single time i have a question yes for those of you who watch on a weekly basis randy orton and is rk bro still the tag title champs no 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 they lost it in michigan they lost it in michigan the usos baby they beat them on SmackDown. That was two weeks ago or a week ago? One, two weeks ago. My son was there. Two weeks ago in Grand Rapids. Two weeks ago. I was just saying, because like they just, they're doing a similar thing with RK Bro right now, aren't they? Where they. Oh, they're about to break up. They're about to break up. They're each fighting. That's still different. The belt. It seems like, it seems like Roman is probably going to face Riddle at Money in the Bank. Yeah. And then Randy at SummerSlam. Yeah. So they're not doing anything with that tag team. Supposedly he's gonna lose that belt to fucking McIntyre. Well, one of the oh, belts. so not, that that event in the UK is after SummerSlam. That's after. Oh, so I pe- thought it was in July. So what it what it's supposed to be? It seems like is Riddle at Money in the Bank, Orton at SummerSlam, and then lose to Drew, 
which is funny because mm. they, they finally did an event in the UK and then they did it in fucking Wales, which yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. Is it outside guess, of UK? Isn't that like a little bit outside? No, it's a part of the. It's a part of. It's part of it. It's not a part of like England, but it's a part of the United Kingdom. It's the United Kingdom. Yeah. Um. His his a thing. There's nothing wrong with tag teams going against each other. If there if that was the case, I would immediately say something about Dax and and Cash, uh, FTR going against each other just a couple weeks ago but that was a that was a tournament based form though that's just a that. tournament you know what I'm saying tournaments that. everything like just thrown out the window like the royal rumble it's just thrown out the window that's true but there's nothing wrong with with tag teams going against each other it's just the fact that you have them as champs currently and instead of having them defend their titles you want one to pin the other for a different opportunity and then they're just going to both go their separate ways as champions and then not defend their titles for five, six months later, when that whole time you can be giving us women's tag team title matches. It just well, doesn't just take it off of them. It just take it off and just get rid of the damn thing to begin. It doesn't make sense. Like I, yeah, like you said, they they just didn't in the first women's tag titles don't make sense in the first place. All it's done is get in the way of like a potential like like yeah. them facing each other is a lot more interesting to me than a women's tag match because they What's just don't is, have the right all tag it's done is showcase how thin they are yeah mm-hmm. right exactly but here's where i'll disagree at the end of the day they play a character on tv and you can voice your concerns but as long as you take that wwe contract and you take exactly. their money exactly. and you know the company you work for and you knew the company you work for when you signed the contract you can't just walk out i think they wanted to walk exactly. out they were looking for a reason there's been worse shit that has gone down in WWE. Oh, worse shit that's happened to women, and they have not walked out. Like worse shit that these girls have been a part of, like the, Sasha and Naomi, where it's just professionalism. At the end of the day, you can't just walk out like that. I get Everybody that. Everybody wants to do the Stone Cold. Everybody wants to do the Stone Cold thing. Take the ball and go Which home. Which he completely regrets to this day. Every you know? day he says it. He, he says, "I should." He's just the first the one to admit it. I I understand that, but from a Sasha standpoint, where they already once. Drove her to the point of yeah, it's her second just, time, so she the, she she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. So she's still here, right? Yeah, yeah. Which she should leave. Honestly, she should leave. But um, they already screwed her over once. They brought her back. They they promised her pretty much. She just wants good storyline. She wants to be involved in something good, and it makes sense. Yeah, if, they if all you, do though. If you're putting yeah, exactly everybody which, in WWE wants that shit, which is which is the issue. Because it's like she has a whole division under her as a champion. She wants the division to be good. It's not really about her. That Putting them in a situation like that does zero for the division. Zero. It doesn't help the woman at all. It doesn't help either one of them. So, no, it doesn't. so as a worker at any job, they're making you do something stupid that doesn't make sense at all. And it's literally like beyond your character, That's your, well, your well-being. Yeah. <laughs> Take a liberty upon yourself, self-respect. You don't have to be there anymore. You don't have to do that shit. And that's exactly what she did. She took her ball and she went home. And so she's when not you're coming in back contract, to WWE. Well, they suspended in, her. They suspended yeah, they her suspended now. Her, her with no pay. Yeah. With no pay. And people are saying, oh, Naomi was roped into it. I don't believe that. That's not, because, you know, it's not, yeah, she's her own person too. Yeah, she's her exactly. own person. She's her own person. And Naomi's also dealt with bullshit. With, with her booking in WWE. So I think that was the boiling per- point for her also. Personally, someone who 
is huge on self-respect and wears his heart on his sleeve, I'm 100% with them. I think more people should take a stand with bullshit that goes on in that company. But then nothing would ever get right. done, like in real life. Nothing if does. people just like walk out of jobs every every time something happens. There's somebody. Like. There's, there's always somebody going that's going to be like behind you, but like, you know what? He's going. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. You're not gonna like everything you're told to do. Yeah, right. exactly. you just gotta eat shit sometimes. Sometimes because there's nothing outside of it's nothing like illegal or misogynistic or anything that's going on in this situation. It's just like a storyline thing and. In the past, all of the people who have left over reasons like that, they, it doesn't look good on them. But so, even mm-mm. even actors and actresses do that, like in movies. Like if there's a role that's not right for them and they're not feeling any, or the story the doesn't make sense. Then they wouldn't they be go, in the movie in the first place. Though. Exactly. But once you sign yeah, a contract to be in the, the movie, you're in the movie. Exactly. You have to apply by the contract, which is safe. It's just not professional. And Sasha has had, there's been a bunch of rumblings in the past of like, She's that abrasive and this and that and bad and bad fan interactions and whatnot. So like the situation does not surprise me. Is she one of my favorite wrestlers in general? Not just yeah. women. One of my favorite wrestlers in general to watch in the ring. Yes, but I disagree with she her. She was my she was here. my trainer. She was my she was one of my trainers when I went to wrestling. Oh wow. So yeah. Well, it what, was her. Right. So um, what, give me a give me a, give me a little. No, nah, at the time, no, no, nah, at the time, um, at the time she was probably like. No bullshit. She was like 19. I was 21 at the time. Yeah. I was trying out for this wrestling, this local promotion over there in Lowe, Chaotic Wrestling. And um, they had like, it, it was like a hundred of us. And whoever got the number one, whoever finished number one, they were going to get a contract. And then in six months, they got a wrestling match on a show. Mm-hmm. And she, it was it was the champion, um, the dude from Viking Raiders, um, that dude Hank. Um, I know what you're talking from, about. From the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. He, he was on one of the trainers. Um, it was her, him. The champion, of course, Barry, and it was like two other dudes and shit like that. And she just told us how to do a promo, and because she was just starting off too, she was only a year in, and she was showing us how. Yeah, what she was definitely in NXT at that point. No, she wasn't. She really? She was in NXT. No, no, this NXT is two years later. This is 2010. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is 2010. Um, I'm talking about. Yeah, and she she was just showing us the basic and this and that. And when you look at it, you're like, yo, what the fuck? Was she 13, 14? Like, yo, she yo. I don't know, man. She she was cool in person. She's cool. She's cool. But you can tell she wants to do movies now. She wants to do movies. She let her go do movies. Already done movies. Uh, and and people were trying to compare this to the the rumored MJF situation last night. Uh, MJF is 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 really bothered at the moment, apparently, by his pay. Um, oh yeah. Because a lot of WWE people are coming in and they're getting big paydays, and he's been there since the beginning. He's one of the top stars. Not that's what the whole Cody Rhodes thing was. That's why Cody Rhodes left. It's because he, you're giving him all this, all this stuff, and then like, yo, you're not. You, Daniel Bryanson comes in, freaking um, seeing Punk's coming. It'll in. come in and time you, though. Like, yeah, it's gonna come gotta, soon. It's relative. It's relative to the time you sign the contract. Yeah. Like MJF yeah. signed Steph with Curry. them when they were they hadn't even done anything yet. Steph Curry was the most underplayed player in the league for a minute because he was on his he, he was on a contract they signed before he got like right. super before he got to superstardom. So he was like a unanimous MVP and still getting way less than like a lot of people in the league. And that's a similar case with MGF. When his contract signs, it'll be a problem. It's a timer for us. It'll be a problem <laughs> if we hit that two year mark or whenever his contract runs up and he, they don't want to give him twenty four. CM Punk money because he's earned it at this point because he's, he's definitely them, like it. he's getting them like 
Dude, that's CM Punk and MJF. Mainstream. That was like, appeal. like he's getting memed and like... shit. People, I'm seeing MJF. People are talking about MJF who don't even watch wrestling. I never heard people. This may be me just not being aware of my surroundings, but I never heard people say mid as much as they did until right. I heard him say it. And now it's like it's all over the place. The first time I ever heard that be used was he was cutting a promo. I don't know he where he was. He was he was talking about everything about the city and like you talking about Chicago. Yeah, it's called yeah, the Midwest because yeah. it's mid. Yeah, and now yeah. they've memed that a million times on TikTok. Mid yeah. mid was used before he did that promo, but he definitely helped um, make it a little more. Even then, he though, made it better. even he then, made remember it better. Seb? He 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 like he leaned into it and he acted like he created it. Yeah, I know, I know. Because he yeah, he's it. a, so he's a pissed people off. Yeah, <laughs> but. But that's the thing, like, Tony doesn't have an endless barrel of money. He's rich, of course, but he has to wait for certain deals to strike with Warner to get more money. Nah, he's got endless money. He's but he's got not going to pay him out of pocket. This is coming from the salary that AEW has, that, that they have to pay the wrestlers on the payroll. Based on the money that they make. Yeah, exactly. So he's because great. I was about to say he, he just bought Ring of Honor. He bought um his dad owns like the the Jaguars, like yo they own like seventeen other businesses. Yeah, like, yeah, this they're dude rich. Got money. He's he's he's. Some people say he's a little richer than than Vince. I I understand. I understand that, but he's not. Again, he's not paying these wrestlers out of pocket, and he can't just randomly be like MJF. Here's your here's your cut. Like he's on a contract. He's being paid what he's being paid because of the day one contract. He's going but to you, get his money. He's going to get you it know, soon. But you know, you know, even in wrestling, all sports, you renegotiate and restructure contracts. Yes. They did it to Bret Hart when Bret Hart signed that ridiculous at the time in 97, a 20-year deal. And um, <laughs> it was like so much money. McMahon, the next year later, was like, no, I can't do this. I can't. We got to restructure the contract, yeah. all this other stuff, and they did that. So you could restructure contracts you, out there. You can. It's not like you're locked time. in. It's not like you're locked in for life. I get you also, that. You no, also have to take into consideration, like they don't have as much as many pathways of exactly. coming in as WWE because they don't do live events. So like WWE has mm. like four or five live events a week. Yeah, they have two shows, but they run the same night in. Eight, like 8,000 ticket arenas instead of like 40,000. But, you know, but you know what I'm thinking? No, you know what I'm thinking? Even after all this, especially after Cody Rose left, the reason why he's not just going to throw you the money because you asked for it and you've been here the longest is because if I give you the money, he's going to do the same thing to me. He's yeah. going to do the well, same thing to me. Well, that's another fact. She's going to do the same thing to me. Right. So I'm not doing that. I'm going to, yo, that's, so that's not the best for business. That's the reason why I'm seeing that's the only that's the only reason why I'm sitting back and being like, all right, I'm looking at the business side of like, all right, I'm not gonna research your contract because if you doing this to me, he's gonna do it. So it's gonna be a trickle effect. I'm not I'm yeah. AW. And it could just be all from. manufactured. That's what Eric. That's what happened to Eric Bischoff. That's what happened to Eric Bischoff. That's exactly what happened to Eric Bischoff. He's paying. That's why Tony's not doing it. This is the thing that everybody knew was gonna happen, but now it's finally kind of started to trickle into them because you're having these guys become like actual mainstream stars. 
and you're going to start having to pay them money. Like, it's like, yeah, Moxley, like people knew him as Dean Ambrose or whatever, and he was known around the world, but you had guys like MJF at the time who wasn't as known except for people who were really into wrestling. Yeah, that watched New Japan Wrestling and followed the whole... Yeah, so now they're starting to realize, like, now we can't have this massive bloated roster where we have 40 matches a week between Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, and all that Mm. shit because you're going to have to start paying them eventually. MJF's going to get his money. He needs to be patient. When, yeah. when what Tony, I'm telling you right now, what Tony is waiting for, he's had a bunch of meetings as it is. He's waiting for Warner Media and Discovery because they just had a new company merger. He's waiting for them to find out what they're going to do with Dynamite for the next few years because he's still uncertain. If they mm-hmm. give them a salary um, increase, everybody's getting raises, on, uh, uh, including MJF. He's going to get his pay. But if Warner Media and Discovery is like, you know what? We don't really want wrestling anymore. We're good. They're going to have to move to another network. And some people might have to hold out. Some people but might have to wait even longer. I like, like it that, is though. what it is. Hold on, hold on. I like that. Um, but I think we should end it like, on that note right there. He's going to yeah. get his money. That's how you should end the podcast. He's going to get his I, money. He's gonna, no matter he where he get gets his it money. from. Well, that's no the thing, right? But I do think it's partly, I do think this is leading to a CM Punk money in the bank situation where it's like, he's going to have the belt and he's going to make the, this is a little nugget they're throwing in now. That's going to be a bigger deal down the line where he's going to be, this is going to be part of a storyline. Cause I don't yeah. see them not he's mentioning it too much. They're not going to let this guy go. Yeah. They're going to pay him what he wants when the time comes uh, yeah. until then we'll be here talking about wrestling guys. Thank you for, for joining me today. Uh, I think this was a very good first episode and we're going to build on it. Same. Uh, For those of you listening, if you like wrestling, please subscribe, please follow Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast needs. Uh, This, this should be posted to YouTube as well. Follow the Richie and Mecco connection for now on Instagram and anybody, you guys want to drop your respective Twitters or anything. I'll drop Uh, my Instagram. Go ahead. That's the only thing I have is Instagram. It's Gene underscore Lesnar. Wow, there you go. Um, I make I make music um, and other media content. You can follow me on Instagram at sp the great one s p t h a the word great mm-hmm. and the number one. Dave, um, only fans. <laughs> yeah, what did I say it was? <laughs> I don't I remember, man. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I have too many at this point. I just know you wear um, your Bruins helmet the whole time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> H- Honey, Honey Nut Davey. Follow, yeah, follow there that. you go. Um, my Instagram's just my name, then underscore, so David Cuddy underscore. Yeah. And I'm Gabe underscore the underscore Sage at Instagram. And yeah, guys, thanks for thanks for joining me. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.